sports and all. And also it means we would like to invite you to join us on Facebook Live, where we are now. We're up and rolling in case you've got anything you want to chip in, because uh, there is some F1 coming up today. I know you like that. Morning, Danny. How are you? Yeah, morning, Phil. We're just sort of digesting the news overnight in F1 about some driver changes and stuff. We'll come to that in a minute. So have you got any thoughts on the driver lineups for next season? Uh, the news that came overnight that Hass are ditching both their drivers at the end of this season. Then uh, do send us some comments and uh, we'll try and address them. And we've got, we've got some clips of uh, some of the drivers talking about it later on. But right. first thought, talk about football. Um, there's been a lot to talk about this week in football. Um, been the return to European Action Champions League and last night Europa League. Fairly successfully for most of the, the British teams involved. All, all the English teams winning last night. I won't mm-hmm. go through all the results. But, uh, oh, any crackers you, know, you want to mention? Any honourable mentions? Well, Tottenham won 3-0. Yeah, Arsenal won 2-1 <laughs> away. Right? Well, um, you know, and Le- Leicester always... Uh, why are we surprised anymore about Leicester doing well? Because there they are, fourth in the league. And 3-0 winners in the Europa League last night. But... Um, you know, it's been a fairly decent week for British teams, anyway, in, in, in the Champions League as well. And Liverpool, notably, coming through with a 1-0 win after the... Well, just see if he's disappeared or he's coming back here. It's Wi-Fi day up there in Chunkwano. Well, listen, we'll see if Danny comes back in a second, but do get in touch with us if you want. I'll try and leave the Facebook Live running, and it'll probably appear out of the blue in just a second. Uh, But before that, once again, I'm going to tell you about a couple of great programmes coming up over the weekend. You ready to rewind? Tune in Saturdays from noon to 3, right here on Radio 3. For some classic Michael Lance bringing the past to the present. A little something for everyone. Guaranteed to take you back. And of course, some good old country. So join me for some classic Michael Lance. Saturday from noon to 3 on Radio 3. You can't touch this. Well, there you go. You get to find out about Country Boy doing his new programme tomorrow. And Danny's appeared back on the screen. No, good to see you. No yeah. idea what that was all about. Anyway, oh, sh- sh- should we pop a couple of comments in, seeing as we had a, an untimely break there? Uh, very quickly, yeah. good morning to you. Join us on Facebook Live. Rick says, did you see United Reserves beating PSG? Nick says, Haas will sign a young Ferrari driver, Schumacher or Elot and Perez. And uh, Nick says again, what's Danny's view on the Honda engine issue? Well, as he said, he's going to get onto the cars in just a while. What about, what about Rick? Did you see United Reserves beating PSG? SG. Yeah, great result again for Manchester United. Just about to talk about that when I got, got rudely interrupted. Bumped off, yeah. You know, start for, <laughs> you know, talking about Liverpool winning, but a great result for United. And, and you know, it'll just ease the pressure on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer a little bit. Um, yeah. Not for long, though, if they go and lose at the weekend. It must be said, this is the nature of football at the moment. They're just having a look down the fiction list and they're home to Chelsea tomorrow. So the uh, tough games come thick and fast. Mm. And, um, you know, languishing down there, and what, 15th in the table. They have played a game less than everyone else, but they've only got six points. And let's just say they've not had the results. They The end to last season would have, would have thought so far. But going to Paris, beating Paris Saint-Germain, last mm. season's Champion League finals, great result. And, and Marcus Rashford, he's, he's, he's in the news on the field and off the field, doing great work, of course, for campaigning for, for children to be fed during the 
poor children will be fed during a coronavirus crisis and, and receiving a gong for his honours, but not, not any more government support, it seems. Yeah. But uh, on the field, for the second time in 18 months, scoring a late winner to to beat Paris Saint-Germain in Paris. So, uh, and really, look, it was a classy goal as well. He really is he's growing as a player, and this only bodes well for Man United and for England. But mm. uh, So, yeah, they'll, they'll want to carry on that form against Chelsea tomorrow. But uh, I was more impressed with Liverpool going away and getting that, get, getting a result because, um, you know, they've had a real hard time of it. They had that big upset Aston Villa we talked about last week, only 7-2, and then... Um, and then the Merseyside derby last weekend, which I was just about to talk about, you know, 2-2 two, two draw, some VAR fun and games. But the, the big takeaway from that was losing their captain, Virgil van Dijk, for the season with anterior cruciate ligament damage. Um, reckless challenge from the Everton and, and England keeper, Jordan Pickford, who rushed off his line and clattered the, uh, the Liverpool centre-back. And it's a big hole for them to fill. They have got, you know, cover. They have got Joe Gomez. They have got... Fabinho can drop back into a centre-back position and, and mm. did it effectively midweek and, and Matip as well. But, you know, they uh, losing a player of, of, him, of his stature, not just the way he plays, and he is a great player, but his command in terms of defence and in terms of what he gives to the team as a captain it is a big hole to fill. And, um, you know, no doubt Liverpool are going to be slightly worse off for it, but they are a great side. They won the league by 18 points last season. I don't think we should start feeling too sorry for them. All teams have to have to deal with injuries and uh, suspensions and things like that to, to key players at key yeah. moments. But losing them for the season can be hard. They'll have to look to recruit in January, I think, um, and, and try and, and fill the void. But, you know, where, where do you find a world-class centre-back uh, who's going to be for sale? Maybe Rick it's, knows. <laughs> is, has Rick got another comment up there? Has he? No, knows? not yet. But I mean, maybe he knows. You know, tell us what you reckon, Rick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, some some stuff, some some work to do for for Jurgen Klopp and Sheffield United, but um, uh, and Liverpool, who play Sheffield United tomorrow, and and they shouldn't have too many problems at home with Sheffield yeah. United. But mind you, we thought we wouldn't, they wouldn't have too many problems. Uh, away to Aston Villa a couple of weeks ago. It's a funny old league sometimes, and goals are being scored. For, it looks like a lot of teams have forgotten how to defend the amount of goals that are being scored at the moment. I mean, Tottenham 3-0 up last weekend at West Ham. We had, Ten- a, quest- we had a question about that last week, didn't we? We, you, yeah. you know, it's interesting to put the spotlight on the defenders a bit. Yeah, and we were talking about maybe it could be something to do with a lack of crowds, and it could be to do with the the, 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 the strange uh, sort of circumstances of the way football's being played at the moment, and the training, and the bubbles, and the travel bubbles, sure. and this and the other. It, uh, who knows? I mean, we'll only really know, I guess, when we get the crowds back and see if they're, it changes again. Um, it's very hard because we've got no real barometer, have we? We've, we've no. never had a situation like this in sport before where we haven't had the crowds for over such a... We had the odd occasion where teams have been told to play behind closed doors because they've had crowd trouble or whatever, but never over, never every team and over a whole season. But to turn away from, from English, I'll just say, you know, big games this weekend, Man United against Chelsea, uh, 5.30 tomorrow, UK time, so it's a midnight 30. And just say the clocks go back in ah, England this week. Eight hours now, yeah. So it will be... From Sunday, there's eight-hour difference between the kickoff times in England and here, as opposed to seven hours on Saturday. So, for example, if you're looking to watch Southampton-Everton, which is two o'clock kickoff on Sunday, um, that will be 10 o'clock at night, whereas last week it would be nine o'clock. 
uh, this weekend. So just watch out for that if you're trying to catch your favourite teams over the next few days, because it's always a bit confusing when the clocks change, but we'll be on an eight-hour time difference from Europe, uh, from the UK and seven hours from the rest of Europe uh, from Sunday. So, uh, but looking at Europe, and I thought I'd just pick out that there's no bigger game really in European football than the Clásico Real Madrid against Barcelona. And we've got one of those on Saturday and we've got one at a time where we can watch. Normally these are late at night affairs, but mm. uh, it's a three o'clock kickoff UK times. So at 10 o'clock Saturday night, you can watch Barcelona v Real Madrid. And uh, both teams with... With, with lots to prove, not, not least Real Madrid, who have been turned over twice this week. They lost at home last weekend to Cadiz, uh, Zinedine Zidane's side, and they lost 3-2 at home to Shakhtar Donetsk in the Champions League. And, um, you know, to lose three games in a week would be unthinkable for Real Madrid. Um, and to lose three games and the third one being a Clasico against their arch rivals Barcelona, he's going to heap pressure on Zinedine Zidane, who's... He's got an aging side there and really is tasked with the job of trying to rebuild it. And um, you, you, you think maybe he's got his work cut out a little bit. Maybe his time's up there. He's, he's inherited great sides at Real Madrid and done well with them. But he's never really had to rebuild a side a la Jose Mourinho, Pep Guardiola, these great Ancelotti, or these great managers have done in the past. And there's people doubting his ability to be able to do it. And they've now lost three Champions League games in a row. For- Mate, how much of this do you really think is the crowds? Because Rick did come back and he said ne- might never get the crowds back. I mean, hopefully he's wrong. But how much is to do with the crowds? It seems to be a pattern. Yeah, it does. And, um, you know, we don't know, do we? It's in the lap of the gods where the crowds come back. Hopefully, hopefully, if, if you know, a lid can be put on the coronavirus and can be suppressed sufficiently, we can get some limited crowds back, maybe... You know, if you've got a 60,000 stadium like Tottenham, you could get maybe 10,000 in socially distanced yeah. at some point. But uh, provide some sort of atmosphere and some sort of G up for the players. But it is a difficult one. And we're going to have Real Madrid against Barcelona in the Camp Nou, which is a cavernous stadium if anyone's ever been there, with no fans on Saturday. Yeah, is it a deal about not so much putting a cap on the virus, but how the governments interpret it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm no public health policy expert. I mean, I'm no... Uh, I'm no real virus expert more than anyone else is. I mean, we're all kind of experts in it now, aren't we? Having been through various years. But, um, you know, the situation does seem to be a bit dire in Europe at the moment. You know, France has gone back into lockdown. Ireland's gone back into lockdown. Parts of the UK are in lockdown. And Czechoslovakia has gone into lockdown. Spain's back into lockdown. Portugal's got very, where the the F1's going to be this weekend. It's got, you know, they were going to have crowds at the F1. They're not now. Um, so it seems to be getting worse again before it'll get better. So who knows? I mean, we might not get the crowds back this season. Yeah, it's a possibility. But we may later in the season and um, hopefully, you know, by this time next year, it will be a distant memory. But I feel it won't be somehow. But coming on to Barcelona, you know, they 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 had a good win midweek and they, they're rebuilding as well. They had all the Lionel Messi... Um, controversy during the summer when he said he wanted to leave and wasn't allowed to leave. And Ronald mm-hmm. Koeman came in as manager uh, and said last week that he looked tired as they lost in the league to Getafe 1-0. And, um, but he scored midweek and they won 5-1 over Ferenc Baros in the Champions League. And I think Barcelona is slightly better shape in that they've got two really good 17-year-olds coming through this, uh, the lad Ansu Fati. 
17 year old left winger who seems to be scoring goals for fun and another 17 emerged 17 year old got his first goal for the club midweek uh rodri gonzalez argentine 17 year old they've got young players coming through at barcelona their academy seems to be producing the goods again something real madrid since they've lost gareth bale they lost cristiano ronaldo a few years ago sergio ramos the old warhorse they're relying on him a lot you don't see where the young players are coming to them you know james rodriguez gone to everton um Meza Ozil went to Arsenal a few years ago and has never performed since. You know, that you don't see where the young players are coming through for Real Madrid in the same way as they are for Barcelona. Yeah. Both teams in transition. So I think it's going to be a fascinating Clasico tomorrow night. As I say, 10 o'clock tomorrow night if you want to catch that. So the big games this weekend in football, I think Man United v Chelsea uh, tomorrow night. But before that, uh, Barcelona against Real Madrid. Um, cracking games to look forward to. But we've also got another Formula One Grand Prix this weekend, as we were talking about. We go to Portugal for the first time in a long time. And a circuit I actually know well, in Portimao and down in the Algarve, the, the, the circuit down there is a, is a great, great track. And uh, it's got a lot of elevations, very technical. I think we're going to see some great racing. But the big news overnight from there, as, as the teams uh, embarked there on the media day yesterday, was the announcement from Haas, um, who've been struggling this season, Roman Grosjean and Kevin Magnussen, their two drivers, are out at the end of this season and they will have a brand new driver lineup for next year. And um, Sebastian Grosjean, uh, sorry, Roman Grosjean, Sebastian, who's Roman Grosjean, yeah. uh, has been explaining to the media overnight, um, well, how he found out. Let's hear what he had to say. I kind of thought that um, one of us would be going at the end of the year. Because you, you hear the rumor, you see how people are acting and, and you know, I, I could tell that, that something was going to happen. Um, and then Gunter called and, and gave me the, you know, he, he called me just after calling Kevin. He said, look, I called Kevin, I'm calling you and end of the collaboration. I said, okay, understandable and so on. And I told him, I thought one of us would, would be out and the other would, would stay in for the experience. And he, he replied very straightforward, financially, I can't. Yeah, so um, there you go. It's clear the, the prime consideration has been financial when it comes to this. Two experienced drivers, they cost money. Has sort of put their put their um, eggs in, in, in one basket, really, in, when they started out four or five years ago. Went for a continuity and experience to develop the team. Um, they had a breakthrough year in 2018 where they scored lots of points, but they had a terrible campaign last year, as we said, and not much better this year. And with cost caps kicking in next year and a and new engine and, and new new car regulations for the following season. Um, it's going to be a, a difficult time financially for teams like Haas. And, um, you know, they've chosen to roll the dice and change direction and, and, and try something new. Um, and I think what there's been a lot of speculation as to who might come in. I mean, Mick Schumacher has been mentioned uh, uh, as uh, because his connections with Ferrari, obviously the son of Michael Schumacher. He was supposed to test a couple of weeks ago, but unfortunately the weather put pay to that. Um, but he's, he's the Formula 2 championship leader at the moment. So uh, he's assuming for a drive somewhere next season in Formula 1, if not if not with Haas with Alfa Romeo. But my money would be on, on Michael Schumacher coming in. But I think they also need to bring in a driver who's going to bring some money with them. You know, the old sort of paid seat thing, but drivers who either bring tons of sponsorship with them uh, and connections or drivers that have someone... Uh, like a billionaire backer, and that could be like the Russian young driver that was mentioned, I think, by one of our uh, correspondents, Nikita Mazepin, who's a Russian F2 racer, and his dad's a, a billionaire <laughs> who supports him. And um, that, you know, has to, has to fight 
quite like to say, um, oh, bring some of your billions here because um, we need to. How would that affect the driver, though, if it's known that his old man's a magnate? Well, other other drivers have been like that. In the, there have yep. been other drivers like that in the past, notably uh, Pastor uh, Crash Donaldo, as he <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, <laughs> as he used to be known. Uh, people will remember him, but he he brought tons of uh, financial backers and, and sponsors with him, and so sort of bought his seat in Formula One. And um, uh, after he crashed so many cars, he sort of lost it again. But um, <laughs> yes, crashed you know, <laughs> but um anyway uh you know whether they would go hasso i mean the speculation is whether they would go for two young untested formula two drivers never driven before two rookies in the same team is difficult to see so it could be a yeah. combination of youth experiences the one that works. Well, well that was uh, no that was nick's question as well you've answered it i'm pretty sure there he also mentioned perez in his question i know you're going to get yeah on there. exactly i'm just going to come to because Ser sergio perez is course at racing point is without a drive for next season he's probably at the peak of his uh, abilities at the moment you know he's 30 years old it'd be the time when drivers peak he's got a lot of experience under his belt and um he has been linked with many teams um since it was it was revealed he's not going to be at racing point next year and uh, he's been asked overnight in the paddock has he talked to Haas? haven't signed anything yet so uh, i got nothing really to to report uh, things are going forward um, so definitely the season is coming to an end soon so yeah I, I think uh, very soon I will I will know what what the future holds for me I'm looking to stay in Formula 1 to be honest I'm not interested at the, at the moment in anything else uh, if I don't stay if I don't find anything here then uh, I don't haven't think about it, you know, I'm pretty convinced that I will continue, I will carry on. So it's clear he wants to stay in Formula One and uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him at Haas next season. Just say, uh, watch the Portuguese Grand Prix this weekend, I think it's a great track there, I think we're going to see some great racing and of course, Lewis Hamilton could set the all-time record this weekend, having equaled it, of Michael Schumacher. Uh, he could break the record with his 92nd Grand Prix win. That's your sport for this week. Thank you very much, Danny. We'll do it again at the same time next Friday, just after the 11 o'clock news. Sports and all with Danny Hicks. Thank you as well for your Mystic Meg comments, because both guys got to the topic before Danny did. Anyway, thanks a lot. We'll do it again sometime soon. Take care.